Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Live podcast. I am your host, Lex Anderson, a.k.a. Sports Historian, here to present to you a mixed bag podcast episode. For your delight, there will be MLB postseason, NBA opening day slash opening week, NFL week seven recap with week eight predictions. I got to get it out before tonight's Thursday night football game which will give us who? The Buccaneers taking on the Buffalo Bills. But before I get into all of that, and of course the Oregon Ducks taking on Utah this Saturday at 3.30, which will be great because the Oregon Ducks as an organization, they too are great. How do I feel about the Lakers losing to the Nuggets? Says, I don't know. Um, I'm fine with it. It's opening night. It's their ring ceremony. It's the Denver Nuggets' first ever NBA championship. So usually teams that get their rings, they tend to lose that game. But the Denver Nuggets won and Anthony Davis, right? Zero points in the second half. And I would definitely like to add this much. Sure. Uh, well, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if you're being funny or sarcastic, but either way, you've been blocked. (laughs) Imagine having single digits in viewers and you're blocking the few people that come in here because I have no time for the nonsense. You're an Eagle fan. Why are you caring about how I look? You're a weirdo. You're a creep. You should be talking about how the Eagles were guided to a Monday night or was it Sunday night? Uh, Let me check again. How the Eagles were basically given a goddamn, yeah, Sunday night, excuse me. The Eagles were given a goddamn Sunday night football game by the NFL because they had zero penalties only for people on social media to show all the holding plays. And let's not forget the face mask. Give me a break. You should be in my live talking about how your Eagles were given a victory by the NFL, but you want to remark on my looks, you're a creep. Get lost. Do the Lakers need to trade Anthony Davis? No, it's only one game. And again, <clears throat> this will also allow me to air my grievance and issues with people on social media. People, sorry, teams will lose games. There are 17 games in the NFL season. No one's going to be perfect. Some people will win, some people will lose. That's why it's called Any Given Sunday. But I think that this generation has never even seen the movie Any Given Sunday. Get rid of Darvin Ham. Yes, I will definitely pin that because Darvin Ham is the reason why the Lakers are losing. First of all, Darvin Ham said he wants AD to average six three-pointers a game. Why? Why? I don't need a big guy like Anthony Davis taking six three-pointers a game. What are we doing here? And this is why I also tell people, during the offseason, they were showing Anthony Davis taking boxing lessons. And I'm like, this has zero value. What's going to happen in the regular season? And you know what happens? AD scores zero in the second half. But on Facebook, Anthony Davis is taking boxing lessons. Who gives a F? 
Give me a break. Primo, is that you? What's going on, man? What coach do the Lakers need? I honestly have no idea because the NBA isn't forward thinking with coaching. What are you going to do? Bring Doc Rivers? And I see that, Austin, how you doing today? And I see that someone stalled Mark Jackson's um, There Goes That Man Again or Mama, That's a Bad Man. So Mark Jackson gets to be, right? Wasn't, wasn't Mark Jackson fired? And now you have commentators taking his lines. I would rather not have Doc Rivers. Thank you very much. No thanks. Okay, so really quick, MLB, the series no one ever saw coming, and the series that no one wants, the Texas Rangers taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. But there's something key. Primo, you know I'm going to get crazy with the sports. I'm crazy in New York City, and I'm crazy with the sports. That's how I do. Thoughts on the Mavs? I'll say between six and eight, maybe. You know, it is opening week, so we got to see. But I am not buying Victor Wimbenyama. Guys, the fix is in. I'm seeing the TikToks. Someone who plays Fandle showed me that he needed Victor Wimbenyama to have six rebounds. He only had five. You're seven foot five. I do not like the social media manipulation that you are selling me that he is the greatest draft pick ever. The greatest draft pick ever. I keep telling y'all, society loves super tall people. People love super tall people. There's a fascination about them. They are amazed with them. There's a what? There's a picture of Victor blocking a shot. This is the coldest photo in NBA history. It's not the coldest photo in NBA history. It's a goddamn preseason game. People are so desperate on social media to make issues about nothing that people were actually hyping up preseason games. LeBron versus Durant. No, it's preseason. It has zero value. Th thank you, somebody. Jesus Christ. Thank you. 15 points, nine in the fourth quarter. Who cares? Luka Doncic lit them up for a 33-point triple-double. And you want to tell me, oh, Victor Wimbenyama had the same stat line as Tim Duncan. That makes me feel that the, that, that the game was rigged. Go out there and have 15 points. Grab no more than five rebounds. Because people on FanDuel needed six or more rebounds to win their parlay. But this big oaf, or I should say tall, because he's not really big. He's more like tall. I used to work in the NBA's retail division. Believe you me, on TV, NBA players look brolic, but they're tall. They're bean poles. Yes, Victor Wimbenyama had the same stat line as Tim Duncan, and I don't give a damn. But why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because when I'm on Twitter, that's all I see. So we're going to ignore Luka Doncic having the first Mavericks triple-double on opening night in a game that they won. I don't care what your stat lines are. If you lost, I don't care.
What's to care? Nine points. Nine of 15 points in the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. In a loss. Oh, the, the greatest draft pick in NBA history. Stop with the garbage. It's all garbage. It has no value. Zach, what's going on? Vinny, what's going on? How y'all doing today? I'm feeling better. Trying to fight through it. Someone told me that there's a virus going around. I don't know if I caught a virus because I was partying a little bit and I caught a sore throat. I don't know, but I know that COVID keeps mutating. So the elites will keep finding ways to kill us. And I'll just leave it at that. I was going to say something else. Uh, thoughts on Boston. Uh, the Knicks had a lead. They blew it and they lost to a former player. So, womp, womp, womp. Zach with Toronto. Yes, Lex, Philly's choke. Okay, Vinny, thank you for getting me back on track. Let me talk about it because that's to be the opening statement. The series that nobody wants, Rangers versus the Arizona Diamondbacks because the Philadelphia Phillies, like Vinny says, they choked. They choked in historic fashion. Their lineup went as dead as the New York Yankees. And you know what? All the swagger that they had, they lost it all. Vinny, you're going to love this. Philadelphia has now lost seven consecutive game sevens. The Sixers four, the Flyers two, and the Phillies, again, playing their first ever game seven. You got to understand, the Phillies have been around since 1883. That's over 140 years. They played their first ever game seven, and they lost. Yes, Vinny. Turner, Harper, Castellanos. Oh, don't forget Trey Turner, the $300 million shortstop. So let's see. I still saved it, or I think I deleted it. Yes, in game six and game seven, Castellanos, Schwarber, Turner, Harper, one for 28. That's better then the 0 for 23, 1 for 28. So, okay, someone is asking me, who do I have, the Rangers or the Diamondbacks? You know what? This is a very good question because that's a very good question because the Diamondbacks did get that World Series off the Yankees, but, but as an AL guy, you know, so where do I go, right? I can't, honestly, I can't go with the Diamondbacks because I said that they would lose. So now that I have a clean slate, I'll go with Texas. Texas, they, they, they got their billion-dollar globe life field. They spent upwards of five to $800 million on payroll. Bryce Harper, he doesn't have no championship. And to make what makes this loss to the Diamondbacks even worse there was a rookie for the Diamondbacks. He planted a flag near the pitcher's mound. He planted a Diamondbacks flag on the field of the Phillies. The Phillies are done. The Phil that that is so. And then it got even worse. Zach Gallen.
Thank you, Vinny. Alex Thomas, you know the name. Okay, thank you. When Vinny, I swear to you, I wanted to make a TikTok so bad, but because of the way I'm feeling, I kind of am just sticking to my teams. Let me pin that comment. Thank you, Vinny. Zach Gallen posted on Twitter that the next time the Phillies could watch him, to the Philly fans, the next time you could see a game, and he posted, he posted, what did he post? He posted like a stub hub that they could, oh yeah, Zach Gallen, make sure to get these tickets for your next game. Phillies spring training. Yo, I cannot believe the Diamondbacks are throwing so much dirt on the Phillies. It's insane. I thought it was a rivalry. Yo, yeah, this is Zach Allen. Make your purchase for the next game. So you have a dude, Alex Thomas, he plants a flag on your field, and then Zach Gallen says, oh, make sure to get your tickets for the next game, which will be spring. If you're a Philly fan, your window has closed. Your, your, the window closed. This was it. This was it. So I say go Rangers. That's going to be clubhouse material. Yeah, but like the Phillies made me believe that they would get back to the World Series and you lost. <clears throat> excuse me. You lost game six and game seven in your house. It's terrible. And what, what else is going on here? Um, that's how the Diamondbacks beat the rich Yankees. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to see if I could find it. There was a very interesting statement that was made by um, the Diamondbacks manager. And uh, Oh, and I guess uh, as of this podcast, yeah, sorry. The Rangers eliminated the Astros. Got to give them props too, right? How did the Rangers get there? They stomped out the Astros. Adolis Garcia with the most beautiful storyline in all of Major League Baseball. He's got a great storyline. Hopefully I have his picture. Okay, here it is. Adolis Garcia, born in Cuba, played baseball in Japan, gave his salary back to the government, defected to DR, signed with the Cardinals, traded to the Rangers for cash, is the ALCS MVP. He launched two home runs, and the Astros, thankfully, will not be going back-to-back -back World Series champions since the Yankees did it in 88, 99, or 99, 2000. Either way, thank God, Adolis Garcia stepped up to the plate, and Adolis Garcia had 15 RBIs in this series, the most ever. Will we ever see that from Aaron Judge? The answer is no, because Aaron Judge isn't built like that. Aaron Judge doesn't have swagger. He's like a gentle giant. I don't need a gentle giant. I need someone with swag. And I'm not going to bash the Phillies. I'm not a Philly fan. I was hoping they would do the thing when Bryce Harper would do like this with the Phillies 
and Adolis Garcia is taking two minutes to round the bases because he wants to slam the bat. He wants to flip the bat. He wants to go to second base and then go backwards and then go back again. And then as he's going to home plate, he stops and takes big steps and then puts one big stomp on the home plate. And he's, you know, signaling to Jesus and whoever else is in the sky. And it's like, Jesus Christ, will you ever cross home plate? But he, he soaked in the booze. He soaked in the hate and he thrives in hate. Aaron Judge, Yankee captain, he's a gentle giant. He's soft. He doesn't want to be hated. Aaron Judge doesn't want to be hated. Even when he's on the road, it's sad. The Nationals won without him. Who would that be? Okay, whose comment am I missing here? Remember, it's part podcast, part live. So I'm not really looking at every comment. But if I see it, I'll respond. Yes, the Nationals did win, win without Bryce Harper. So, of course, now you get the, well, technically, Bryce Harper isn't big time. So Bryce Harper was riding high until game six and game seven. Ah, yes, Zach, of course I will pin this comment because what have I been telling people? Bradley Beal is injury prone. The prophet decrees. You can't be a hater when you're right all the time. I keep telling y'all, Bradley Beal has missed over 20 games for the last five years. People talking about championship. People, Zach, know nothing. They know nothing. If you're surprised that Bradley Beal is out after the first game, well, wait till you see how the other 81 games play out. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so that was my prediction. Rangers to beat the Diamondbacks, hopefully in six. So on to NFL. Sadly, week seven was my first below 500 with the picks. Six wins to seven losses, starting with the primetime games. Vikings beat the Niners 22 to 17. Kirk Cousins won a Monday night football game. Who would have thought? I didn't see it coming. Sunday night, I went with Miami. The Eagles won 31-17 because the NFL decided that the Eagles would commit no penalties. And on Thursday night, the Jaguars did beat the Saints 31-24. I'm feeling good. So I'm just going to breeze through the scores. I, I picked for the Browns to beat the Colts, which they did, 39-38. I picked the Bills to beat the Patriots. They lost 29-25. I picked for the Commanders to beat the Giants. <clears throat> the Commanders lost 14-7. And good news, Tyrod Taylor makes NFL history becoming the first African-American to win a game for the New York Giants who have been around for 103 years and people are hating me, but I don't care. 
the Giants are the most racist organization in NFL history. For an African-American to have won their first game in a hun over 100 years, that means you are racist. You don't like black quarterbacks. And I made a TikTok, and the stupid sheep are in my comments. The sheep are in my comments. Oh, the Giants have a black general manager. No one cares, you moron. I'm talking about quarterbacks. I don't care about general manager. And then someone else said, the Giants had Phil Simms. Did Phil Simms play for 100 seasons? Did Eli Manning play for over 20 years? Do people not know how to do math? 103 years. I don't care about Jeff Hostetler. That was the 80s. And yes, someone said that the Bills are done. Their window is closed. I'm going to pin that because it look if they lose tonight to the Buccaneers, who look terrible with Baker Mayfield, let's be real. Between the TikToks of Ant-Man, what's going on? Uh, this is my first time back this week since last week. So you're in time. Well, no, I was here Saturday. I was showing the game Saturday. So, uh, oh, and I was actually on the other account. The other account is where I go live for games. So if you want the games, that's on the other account. This is the live slash podcast episode. So thank you. So you're not missing anything. You're on time. Thank you for the support. Yes. So, the, so hey, like the saying goes, once you go black, you'll never go back. So hopefully the Giants will stay pro-black and keep Tyrod Taylor. And here's another disturbing stat that I saw. Hold on here. I hope it's here. Did I delete it? I think I saw it on Twitter. Tyrod Taylor has two touchdowns, which are two, which, which, so the two touchdowns that Tyrod Taylor had, he's had more in less games than um, Daniel Jones. Well, of course, Matthew, but remember, if you don't know, Daniel Jones is a friend of the Manning family. He's a friend of the Manning camp. The Mannings told the Giants, draft that guy. He plays for our camp. And that's what they did. And of course, when I think I favored a tweet, I didn't. Crap. I'm going to see if I can find it, though. I know I took a screenshot of it. Damn, let me see if I can type in uh, Tyrod Taylor. Hopefully I can find it. Bless you. Okay, here we go. Daniel Jones in four games, two TDs with six INTs. Tyrod Taylor in two games, two touchdowns, zero INTs. But again, Duke puts out trash professional athletes. Yes, as for Dwight Howard, uh, you know, it's his life. That's all I'm going to say because this society is way too sensitive. And I, if I was to say what I would really say, I'd probably lose my account. But let's be real. There was a viral video 
of Dwight Howard grabbing a teammate when he played with the Houston Rockets. So Dwight Howard, I'm really not surprised. Hey, people, people are who they are. Like, if you know what I'm talking about, if you saw that video in Houston, Dwight Howard grabbing a teammate, you know, it's like, what are you doing, bro? You know, and he's 6'10". What makes me sad, thank you. Thank you. If you, thank you. Just go to YouTube, Google Dwight Howard, Houston Rockets. It literally will be the first thing you see. But what makes me sad, you can do whatever you want. But when you when I see the words forcibly, so you forced yourself on another man, that's creepy. That's creepy. I don't care. That's creepy. So it's sad. It's creepy. It's weird. But with social media, people don't get humiliated anymore. Dwight Howard made a video responding to the haters. Like, no one, first of all, no one is asking for this information. It's being given to us. I don't want to know that you forced yourself on another man to give him oral. Ew. Like, what? Oh, stop. But again, in social media, there is no such thing as shame. There's no such thing as humiliation. For God's sake, there is a porn star, a white man with his white wife, and she's sitting on a sofa, and there's five black men who are going to gangbang her. And the husband is there on a microphone. Who wants to see my wife get gangbanged by these five black guys? Y'all know who I'm talking about, right? His name is um, <clears throat> Adam22 or some shit. And I get it. They're both porn star. Yes, of course I'm talking about Adam22, Ant-Man. And I don't want to know. And again, they're both porn stars. That's what porn stars do. But they're married porn stars. But again, if you watch the if you watch the movie, I think Boogie Nights with Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, watch watch the movie Boogie Nights. It takes a certain mentality to be a porn star. So you know what? It's whatever. And yes, this podcast is all over the place. I picked the Lions to beat the Ravens. The Ravens stomped them out 38-6. Didn't see that coming. But I did say because the Ravens were at home that they would be dangerous. But their defense, they kind of exposed the Lions. I got to admit it. Raiders at Bears, I picked for Las Vegas to win, but the Bears win 30-12 to because some young man named Tyler Bajent playing his first ever NFL game just shows how bad the Raiders are as an organization. And Devontae Adams can shut the hell up about wanting to be traded because if Devontae Adams had any knowledge of the NFL, he would have known that going to be with his boyfriend or BFF Derek Carr wasn't going to work because, yes, Ant-Man, I, I talked about, yeah, I talked about it with the predictions. 
and the TikToks that people make of the holds and the face masks that no one called on the Eagles, but they show that one of the NFL referees is from Pennsylvania. I'm like, this is, it cannot be a conspiracy theory when you have evidence. We have evidence that NFL is giving me a bad product. They're giving me Taylor Swift every fucking quarter, every fucking halftime, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes' wife. I'm sick of Taylor Swift. I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes' brother in between the both of them looking like a dumbass. I'm sick of all of it. You know what you're showing me? You're showing me elitists. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes is elite because of his contract. Once you start buying into franchises, you are an elitist. Taylor Swift, she is an elitist. So when you show Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes doing stupid handshakes like they're black, but they're not, they're white, and they can't even do their stupid handshakes, you see that they miss each other. You're at sweet level, and your hands are missing each other. White people can't even do black high fives correctly because they fucking have no coordination and they miss. And then they do chest bumps. Why are you chest bumping at sweet level? And you're not even really chest bumping because Mahomes' wife is wearing a fucking goose down jacket at sweet level. Is it cold at sweet level? I would like to know. What's the temperature like at sweet level? Because they dress as if they were on the sidelines. Like I said, the world has no shame, the world has no humility, and fuck the NFL for their executives who can't kiss Taylor Swift's ass enough and are forcing us to watch her while we watch the game. You know, back in the yesteryear, the NFL used to be a man sport, but now it's being dominated with this bullshit. Yes, I am speaking for the fans, and that's why I'm finally cursing on this podcast. And fuck it. Fuck commercialization. I don't want to be like that sellout Pat McAfee. The majority of us hate Pat McAfee. We don't like him. He looks stupid when he dances on tables. He looks stupid on college game day. And I'm not watching college game day because I'm sick of Pat McAfee. Fuck him, too. It is too much Taylor Swift. Like, it's bad at... Well, I, I'm going to hold that thought for a minute. Because I don't want to go too crazy. Okay. Falcons at Buccaneers. I picked Atlanta. They did win 16-13. Uh, Seahawks did get past the Cardinals. Of course, the Steelers representing... Beat the Rams 24-17 final score. I'm going to get crazy on that because if you saw the game, the Steelers, we now claim SoFi Stadium as our own because all I saw was black and gold. All I saw was terrible towels. And it is the first time the Steelers have beaten the Rams in Las Vegas. They were 0 for 10. Steelers got bailed out. That is a falsity. Just T-Perk. Yes, I am told all the time I sound like Wendy Williams and I look like Jay-Z. I'll take it for what it's worth. 
Hopefully I'll get signed and I'll have a studio and we'll all have a good goddamn time because that's where this is headed. I hope Wendy Williams is doing okay, though. But I know Jay-Z's a billionaire, so, you know, I got some ways to go. Steelers are the worst team with a good record, says Eldon. You are a hater, plain and simple. You're a hater. A win is a win. Is it my fault the NFL referees can't make a first down call correctly? Is it my fault that the Rams ran out of timeouts and couldn't challenge it? No. And guess what? Even if they didn't get the first down, we would have dropped more points because Najee Harris had his first rushing touchdown of the season. God damn, it took him seven weeks to get a rushing touchdown. Hell, Kenny Pickett's rushing touchdown was the Steelers' first rushing touchdown of the season. And I'm sitting here like, maybe the Steelers are that terrible, but all that matters is wins and losses. I should Honestly, I should switch out to the Steelers gear. You know what? I'm going to switch out, and I got to hurry up. This podcast is only one hour, so I'm on a timer. Oh, give me a second. You know what? The shirt's too far away. So here we go. Boom. Fitted, terrible towel by my side, and my tank top is black. So you get to see the pythons. I've been going to the gym. I'm, yeah, and yes, I'm tatted up. I'm a gangster. Only Egypt. Oh, this is nice. I can actually show my tattoos on my live. I never, yeah, I've never really shown my ink before. Let me turn on my ring light. Yes, Egyptian hieroglyphics from the actual tomb of King Tut. Well, damn. Okay, there we go. Uh, there we go. Yeah. See, I'm a black man. I don't get Chinese tattoos because that's not where I came from. I came from Africa, the motherland, the birthplace of civilization. Respect it. Oh yeah, anyway, and I'll just flex my I'll flex the pythons like the like Hulk Hogan. Ah, look look at that. King Tut right there. And there's Nefertiri, the queen. She was the most painful. That cra- look at that crown. Look at that crown. Woo! I need to sleeve up the other arm though too. Maybe I'll maybe maybe I'll turn this into a sports logo. Get the Yankees, get the Steelers, get the Lakers all up in here. Maybe. James Harden, Zach, hopefully James Harden will find his way out of the league and we will no longer have to hear about any of this shit. Steelers losing this week. Aztec, you must not know anything about the NFL, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, the Steelers, the terrible towels, they took over SoFi Stadium. So just the way the Steelers own Allegiant Stadium, we now also own SoFi Stadium. And I must say, I thought the Bills, Mafia travels. The Steelers, they travel too, for real. It's crazy. Dwight Howard already talked about it. Uh... His life, I don't care. Chargers at the Chiefs. So Kansas City wins. Since he's been drafted, Justin Herbert has 28 losses. I believe they said that's the most of any NFL. Oh, here we Hold on. Okay. No active quarterback 
has more losses than Justin Herbert since he was drafted in 2020. So you think I give a damn about how y'all feel about pickets? Justin Herbert is a proven loser. Loser. But it's the culture of the Chargers. The culture of the Chargers are that they are losers. Let me tell you something. For years, I ripped Ooh, 14 fourth quarter interceptions. Thank you for that dollar jam, man. Let's pin that comment. Thank you. For years, I thought Phillip Rivers was the problem because when Phillip Rivers played for the Chargers, they had the most losses by a touchdown or less. It's the culture of the Chargers. Thank you. Thank you, Ant-Man. But... And let's be real. The Chargers, after all these goddamn years, have no damn defense. No defense. But then Justin Herbert took all the money. So what do you want? You can't be the highest paid quarterback and have a Super Bowl caliber team when you're eating up all of the payroll. Okay, and I did talk about the Eagles uh, winning, but they were helped. By the NFL referees, the Dolphins never had a chance. uh, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, I think they each played a half. There was no Jalen Ramsey. I think that the Dolphins, I think they were missing like eight players for this matchup. So for people to say, oh, the Dolphins are frauds, they can't win big games. What are you talking about? Are you reading an injury report? Do you know what's really going on? It's like people will say anything, and none of it is goddamn valid. Thank you. Three of four from the O-line. On top of the... Oh, and who's the running back? I know I'm going to say his name wrong. A cane? A chain? A-C-H-A-N-E? They're missing one of their best running backs. Like So for people to say, oh, the Dolphins aren't real. Please just, thank you. I will pin that. Like, honestly, with me being under the, under the weather, that's why I also have just stuck to making TikToks pertaining to, like, my teams and stuff like that. Yes, I do have two accounts. I actually have three accounts. I actually have a New York City account, too. So, yes, the other account is where the lives are. This is a podcast making slash live i don't know to be honest with you because i'm so under the weather um after the first quarter i went to i i felt i passed out yes 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 nycog yes sir that's me as well thank you for following and thanking you uh thank you for being here i do appreciate each and everybody so I suffered six wins to seven losses. Thank you for the thank you for the rose or strawberry. I, I do appreciate you. So I got the week eight picks because I, I got to get it out before Thursday night football. Buccaneers at Bills. Someone had said the Bills window is closing. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Bills. I didn't expect them to lose to the Patriots of all teams. But again, it, it is looking like the window has closed. They got to win tonight. They got to win. 
Uh, so I'm going with the Bills. Starting with the 1 o'clock games, Jaguars versus the Steelers. Steelers are at home. Give me the Steel City. Boom, boom, boom. Patriots versus the Dolphins. Look for the Dolphins to rebound and get the victory over the Patriots. Here's a tough one. Jets versus the Giants. Both teams have terrible quarterbacks. Or I should say the quarterbacks, not their starting season quarterbacks. But here's the thing. Both teams' defense is nasty. The Jets' defense is nasty. And Brees Hall is better than Saquon Barkley, who fumbled at the goddamn five. Which the commanders... Oh, and by the way, sorry, to recap... In the Steelers' victory, which someone said was a lucky victory, did you know that it was Matthew Stafford's second game in which he didn't complete a pass in the fourth quarter? So holler at me if you really know anything about anything. That was a skill game. That was a skill win, excuse me. Giants are losing. Wow, I see a lot of Jet fans are coming out for this one. I know that's going to be crazy environment-wise. And, um, oh, my God, you know what? I think whoever whoever's defense scores or whoever's defense gets a turnover that the offense can score off of, you know what, Joey? I'm going to go with the Giants, but I'm going to pin your comment, though, because you're about that fire, and I respect it. Sadly, though, I'm going to go with the Giants because I do hate the Jets. I'm just keeping it real. Falcons versus Titans. The Titans have fallen apart. Seattle defense is underrated. They're doing the thing. There's talks of trading Derrick Henry. How quick everything has fallen apart for the Titans. Hopefully the Falcons could take advantage. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Texans versus Panthers, who are still winless Texans. Say no more. Rams versus Cowboys. Give me Dallas. They're at home. Vikings versus the Packers. Clearly, clearly, um, Love isn't it. He's averaging three plus interceptions the last two games. Uh, and he's not shining. But Kirk Cousins was shining in the absence of Justin Jefferson. So give me the Vikings. Saints versus the Colts. Gardner Minshew, he's too streaky. Give me Derek Carr and the Saints to get the win. Eagles versus Commanders, give me the Eagles because clearly the NFL is greasing the skids for these guys. 405 games, Browns versus Seahawks. Someone had said the Seahawks defense is underrated. I'm going to pin your comment because the Seahawks at home are dangerous. So give me Seattle. Ravens versus Cardinals, oh, please. Lamar's getting it done. Now, all of a sudden, the whole social media, now everybody's on Lamar Jackson's nuts. Oh, the stats show that he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league. And I'm like, people are so phony. 
weren't we not bashing Lamar Jackson, saying he wasn't worth big money? Weren't we earlier just saying that Lamar Jackson wasn't going to get signed by anybody? Let's see what we got on Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah, suddenly, suddenly, Lamar Jackson is the most difficult quarterback to game plan for. Where is this coming from? No one was saying this when he wanted big money. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on with Derrick Henry. I don't know why he's not playing. But again, when, this is what happens when you give big money. You give big money to a running back, they fall off it. That's why the market for them is non-existent. But if Derrick Henry comes to the Ravens, I'm not going to say Super Bowl, but, you know, the league should be very scared. Okay, Chiefs versus the Broncos, Kansas City, Sunday Night Football, Bears versus the Chargers. The rumor is that if the Chargers lose, they're firing their coach. I'm still going to go with the Chargers to win. But if they lose, hopefully he will get fired. Who knows? And then Monday Night Football, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Lions. Let's go with the Lions on that because the Raiders... And again, this is nothing new. The Raiders have been dysfunctional for their entire existence. This is not new. Devontae Adams crying that he wants out. Nah, you could stay your ass there, bro. Five years, 140 million, 65 million guaranteed. You're making between 25 and 30 million this season. I don't give a damn if you're underutilized. I don't give a, oh, and they're saying Hunter Renfro that he wants out. I'm like, give me a break. Derek Carr or Geno Smith? Jesus Christ, that's a tough one. I'll go with Geno Smith because Derek Carr, he's a disappointment. Uh, in last week's game, they showed Derek Carr yelling at one of his wide receivers, but he threw the ball 10 yards past him, and it was already out of bounds. Like, what are you yelling at? RL, what's going on? Thank you. I'm trying Hey, maybe my con. You know what I don't understand? I don't understand how people tell me you sound like, you look like Jay Z, you look like Spike Lee, you sound like Wendy Williams, you look like Tyler the Creator. None of my video, none of my content goes viral. Oh, people also have called me Stephen A. Smith, uh, Family Dollar, Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, Stephen A. Smith. They call me Stephen B. Smith. But yet none of my content has gone viral to the point where these so-called celebrities have made, are made aware of my existence so I can go to the next level. It makes no sense. I don't understand how I'm sitting on a TikTok with fucking 6 million views and I'm still here in my living room making content. I should be in a fucking studio. If I was a rapper, 6 million views means I'm signing a contract.
but I'm still here in my fucking living room. This makes no sense. RL, you know I'm going to keep going. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Trill Cole, it's okay. I take it as a compliment. I take it as a compliment. Man up. Don't worry. I'll man up when me and your mom have movie night. Oh! Oh! I'll man up when me and your mom have movie night. The white guy with the slick back hair. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, no, no, he, no, he like, hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, we're going to hit you with the Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, yo. The Lakers will win tonight because there's no Bradley Beal and there's no Devin Booker. The, the win is ours. Have no fear. Okay, I think I covered everything. So I gave you all the week eight predictions. We recapped week seven. We did the MLB postseason. We're, we're kicking it with the NBA. Um, I know I didn't get UFC 294, and I'm definitely not getting UFC 295 because, we are, as we all know, Bones Jones tore uh, his pectoral tendon, which is worse than the uh, – you know what? You're right about that. Sports media doesn't let new people in. I will agree with that. It is definitely a who you know world. And it only has become more saturated when you have former players also entering the, um, you know, the conversation, you know? Like, remember when ordinary people used to be on game shows? Now you have celebrity family feud, celebrity jeopardy celebrity wheel of fortune it's crazy yes cody i am a Steeler fan from new york and you know what this will be the perfect way to end the podcast there was a screenshot i took of this woman i was gonna make it a TikTok, but i decided i will save it okay so there's this woman who i follow on twitter she's a laker fan and i took a screenshot this is what she wants for 2024. Well, I'll read it and I'll show it to you. She wants her Lakers to win the championship. She wants her 49ers to win the Super Bowl. She wants Duke to win the NCAA title. Hell no, fuck that bullshit. And the Yankees to win the World Series. And there's her account. I was going to make a TikTok about it. And uh, there it is. You can be a fan of wherever you want. Yes, Ant-Man, you know all that's not going to happen. Especially when I saw Duke, I was like, okay, you lost me with that bullshit because it's North Carolina over here. So, and it's funny, I've had people in my real life tell me like, well, you know, even though I'm a Met fan, I really do like Bryce Harper. And I'm like, you can like whoever the hell you want to like. It is America. You have 50 states, 50 cities, or even more, because some places that like 
like what the state of Texas, you have Houston, you have Dallas. What else is in Dallas? Well, what else is in Texas? I miss San Antonio. Like, give me a break. Why do I like the Steelers? I fell in love with the legacy and the history. See, and people got to realize too, I started late in life. Like I didn't get cable until I moved out on my own. Like I literally did not get cable until I was like 20, 21 years old. Being raised by a single mom, you know, I guess she ain't have money to uh, afford cable. Like I, I, I didn't even know what a pay-per-view was until I had cable. I didn't even know pay-per-view is so old. Like I was watching uh, the dark side of the ring with the Von Erics, and they were like, back in the 70s and 80s on pay-per-view. And I'm like, pay-per-view is that old? <clears throat> well, Cody, good for you. I'm glad you have an issue with bandwagon fans. Well, thankfully you're not dealing with one because I'm not one. But Cody, you know, let me let me speak to you about the real life experience, you know? Thankfully, unlike a lot of people, I have real life experience. My girl took me to Pittsburgh. I had a big ass sandwich from Pramani's as a Yankee fan here in the Bronx. I've been to multiple Yankee games and at sweet level and as a Laker fan. I've got to catch a Laker game here when they took on the Brooklyn Nets last season or the season before that. I can't remember. No, last season, definitely. By the way, don't ever go to Barclays Center. The seats are cramped. It's terrible. And I got to catch the Lakers back when it was Staples Center at Sweet Level. Give me the bucks. Uh, Tony, Ma Tony Nas. I'm 50-50 on going to the movie theater to see it. It looks like a good movie though. It looks like everybody got in shape to be a wrestler and it looks really amazing. I might do a AMC Tuesday, you know, that way I could pay half. I wouldn't go to see it full price. So I'm on the fence. But again, if you did see Dark Side of the Ring, that's definitely a good one to see with Devon Eriks. It, honestly, it's so tragic, mentally and emotionally. I'm sure those guys must have went through a lot. Like, I was a kid when the Von Erics were doing their thing. So I was like, I was reading the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines. And, you know, when you read that, that you know, a Von Erich is dead by suicide, and all of them? Or almost all of them, right? There's only one. I was a okay. W got yeah, that's, right, right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, but again, see the dark side of the ring. That will give you, I think, all you need. You know, if you do or don't go see the movie. So, okay, so yeah, so the predictions by the prophet. I'm decreeing the Texas Rangers over the Diamondbacks in six games. Look for the Lakers to beat the Suns tonight. No Booker. No Beal. Suns have no chance. And I thank you very much for tuning in. You can follow me on TikTok at Sports Opinion Log. There I am. Just type it in the search, Sports Opinion Log. The social media handles. You can follow me on Twitter. My name is, if 
I can find it. I know who I am. I got to see it to believe it. <laughs> what the hell am I saying? I'm just saying random stuff in the closing seconds. Uh, Lex Anderson underscore WS. That's the TikTok. Lex Anderson underscore WS. If you don't see me here, that's where I am. YouTube Sports Opinion Log. Follow me there. The content is popping. My fan base is popping. Oh, and college football. Yes, go Ducks. Look for them to steamroll Utah this Saturday. So that's when the next live will be. Hope to see you there. Until next time, Sports Fans Nation and eventually worldwide, Lex Anderson signing out.